재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵 There was one moment where tensions flared. This was after Saudi Arabia executed a prominent Shia cleric, Nimir al-Nimir. This set off a wave of protests. Protesters in Iran ransacked, ultimately, the Saudi embassy in Tehran, set the building on fire. Subsequently, uh, Saudi Arabia cut off diplomatic relations with Iran, uh, halting both trade and air traffic links. Uh, The two countries are the two major powers in the Middle East. Uh, They both vie for uh, spheres of influence. There is also uh, not just a decades-old conflict between these two nation-states. There's a a thousands-year-old tradition of tensions and rivalries between the Sunni and Shia sects of Islam. So we're trying to get a a comprehensive look at what exactly is going on right now, uh, get some analysis on uh, what we need to look out for. Give us your Opinions, you can text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a cacao talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We're going to be joined by some experts later on through the phone. But joining us here in the studio, we're very pleased to have from Kunguk University, research fellow at the Center for Middle Eastern Studies, Professor Song Yilguang. Professor Song, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Now, uh, I guess for a lot of us in Korea, we don't follow some of the local politics in the Middle East, but just some background. Who is this uh, Shia cleric that was murdered, uh, that was executed in Saudi Arabia, and why was he killed? He is born in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. His name is Namir al-Namir. In Arabic, it's uh, the Tiger of Tiger. It's very okay. interesting. Yeah. Uh, but he is very, uh, as we know, he is a, not the Sunni Muslim. He is a Shia cleric. He has a very uh, negative view on Saudi government. And he participated in um, organized many protestations against Saudi government. So Saudi government see him uh, as uh, maybe he tried to make a, uh, any kind of Shia small state in the eastern side of Saudi Arabia. So many uh, Shia peoples are living in eastern side of Saudi Arabia. The name, the city is Katif. So Saudi uh, make uh, make a sentence, a death sentence in 2014, 2014. So uh, suddenly they executed him. Right. So everything comes up here. So Iran, uh, it was very bothered by the execution of the Shia clerics. So the conflict began like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and, and just to clarify, he is a, a he is an Arabic Saudi national 
who is of the Shia sect residing in, Sau in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he is a cleric. There are some hopes that he would be actually offered clemency, that they would not go through with the uh, execution, but they decided to go through it. I think that some people have this very simplistic view, oh, from uh, the early days of uh, the Prophet Muhammad and, and mm -hmm. this split between yes. the Sunni and Shias. Uh, just talk about this perpetual conflict between Shias and Sunnis. Yeah, we all, uh, you, today or from the yesterday, you, you heard a lot of stories between the conflict, between the historical conflict between Shia and Sunni. Um, the, the essence of conflict, who will succeed, who is real or who is authentic successor of Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad, after Prophet Muhammad's death. Sunni said anyone who is very pious Muslim, can succeed Prophet Muhammad. But Shia said, only descendants of Prophet Muhammad, only who has a bloodline from the Prophet Muhammad, only this man can succeed. This is the essence of the problem. So these two sects fight thousand years together. Also in the Middle Ages, in the Iran, there was a Safavid dynasty. It's Iranian. It was not Iran. It's Persia. But Safavid, but Shia Safavid dynasty fight against Osman Empire at that time. Osman Empire is a Sunni. The Safavid Shia. So also we already in the, in, from the Middle Ages we know the conflicts. Mm. But this is a long history of the conflict between Shia and Sunni. Now. When we talk about these countries now, these are artificially drawn borders from the World War II uh, victors, and the powers are drawn up. And so it's sort of a, a random mix of groups and ethnicities in these sects. Would we say that Saudi Arabia versus Iran is mainly due to religious That's That's too simplistic to no, say, right? No, of course, you're right. Absolutely, you're right. I agree with you. This is the important part of religiosity. Religious identity is important part of this conflict, but as we know recently, the Shia and Sunni has very, very complicated problem, political problem. As we know, they have two proxy wars, one in Syria, the other Yemen. So this is a political problem. We have also another economic problem, oil markets. Iran, after removal, removal of the I mean, sanction against Iran, Iran will renew their oil producing, oil quotas, increase. This is very, I mean, you know, make a danger to, you know, is dangerous to the Saudis. So this kind of political and economic problems actually deal hard problem between two countries now. Now, a lot of people are cynical and they say, Saudi Arabia, why did you decide to execute uh, Namir al-Namir? Iranian protesters uh, destroyed the uh, Saudi embassy in Tehran. Then Saudi Arabia decided to cut ties with Iran. Um, a lot of this, you could say, is uh, driven by Saudi uh, Arabia's political um, decisions. Some people, some people feel that maybe they wanted to clamp down on their own domestic political situation by fomenting this kind of sectarian divide which would rally the people to be supportive of the royal family. Do you think they were too extreme? Yes, that's true, but uh, the executing execution is not the problem, just the only problem of the Saudis. So Iran, they're also executing, exercising, executing. So I don't think that this is the only problem of Saudi Arabia's. As you told, as you said, uh, this is a domestic problem in Saudi. That's true. Also, domestic problem. They have some. They fear that they don't feel safety in the areas because of the Iranians' influence is getting getting bigger. 
you know, all of more than 60% of Iraq peoples are Shi'is. It's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Also, Bahrain, maybe 70% of the Bahrain is a Shi'is. So, Saudi Arabia is surrounded by many, many other, you know, Shi'i countries. So, I'd like to say this execution has two messages. One message is to U.S. As we know, the U.S. had made a, I mean, nuclear agreement with Iran. Saudi is a very, very dissatisfied with this agreement. Right. The second message to go to uh, Iran or Russia. So Iran, don't test us. Right. Don't test the Saudis. We are not going to tolerate any Iranian-supported I mean, okay. insurgency. So very strong points indeed. We're going to continue our discussion with Professor Song Yilguang, also uh, joined by a couple of other experts on Middle Eastern affairs. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.